to Not A Single Bother Podcast with me, Ashlyn Dowling. How are y'all getting on, lads? How is everyone doing? Hope you're all having a lovely, lovely week so far. It's hump day today, actually. Nearly, nearly, nearly at the weekend, lads. So keep on going. Um, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to everybody that donated to our fundraiser. So if you heard the last few episodes of the podcast or if you follow me on social media, you would have known that myself and my two friends, Erin and Brona, walked 300 miles in the month of October in aid of comfort for chemo cancer. No, <laughs> comfort for chemo Kerry. And yeah, so the month of October is obviously over and we raised, I think it was... 6,730 euro which was amazing 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 so thank you so so much we were actually kind of overwhelmed with people's donations and how many people donated and how much people donated our initial goal was 5,000 euro so we were delighted to go above that so also I think it's still up like if you missed it and you still would like to donate the link is in my bio and I'm fairly certain that the GoFundMe is still active so if you'd like to still do it if you missed out then please do because the more the merrier um thank you so much for all the love on the last episode of the podcast on body image with myself Aaron and Rachel really hope it helps people feel normal and show that your looks are the least interesting thing about you and you need to be nicer to yourself and definitely don't believe everything that you see on social media because for the first time in a while I felt confident enough to post a close-up bikini pic the other day but by the end of the day I had to unzip my pants after all my eating so there you go like do you know what I mean just don't honestly don't believe it all and you should know that by now you only post the good pics so don't think that anybody else is doing any different you know what I mean but yeah we got such a good response so I was really really happy about that I'm glad that everybody enjoyed it on this week's episode I am going to discuss imposter syndrome so basically if you don't know what it is I'm sure most of you do know what it is but if you don't know what it is it is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud it's disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments many question whether they're deserving of accolades so it's basically feeling like you're not good enough for things even though you might have lots of achievements or lots of qualifications or just generally like you're very fit for that position without question. So it's mainly focused on it mainly focused on jobs, but it doesn't have to be focused on jobs. Like it could be anything, like maybe for example, sports. Like if you're really good at sports and you're the captain captain of a team, but in your mind you're thinking, why have they made me captain? Like I'm not even that good. Like there's loads of people that are better than me, even though you're more than deserving to be there the same with like driving I know that I posted on my Instagram and one of the comments was actually in relation to driving that she felt like any day now the police are going to pull her over and take her license off her like because that the license isn't real that she thinks how did she even pass her test kind of thing and the same I think I suppose maybe for parenthood you know you might have imposter syndrome thinking how the hell am I I feel like I'm definitely going to feel like that when I have a child I'm like sorry what I am a child how do I have a child do you know that kind of way when you're more than capable of being a parent so it can be to do with anything 
Why did I decide to do this topic or discuss this topic is because it's something that holds me back a lot, especially in a career sense. And it's been playing on my mind recently. But in general, like it's like reoccurring deja vu every fortnight in my head of being like, no, you will be successful. You are good at what you do. You can keep going and make a successful career by yourself. And then also being like, oh my God, what am I doing? Nobody wants to listen to me. I can't compete with what's out there and like loads, loads more thoughts. So I suppose for me, and I think for a lot of people in the creative industry or those who start up their own businesses, you are putting yourself out there and you are taking the risks and don't have the safety net of stability and a regular salary, which I've discussed in previous episodes with like Colin Horgan and Rebecca Short. So as much as this is genuinely what I really want to do and it's the end goal to do this full time and to basically work for myself alongside people and I'm also qualified to do this, not that you need to be, but I have a degree in journalism and new media, (laughs) by the way. But it's a scary and uncertain thing to do and I think to myself I'm not good enough to be able to do this. I compare myself quite often even though I really really try hard not to to people in the same industry as me that are doing well and I think I'll never be at that point or they're funnier than me or they're better at drawing more emotions out of people in interviews and and whatever else it might be like I feel like I'm just constantly doing that there's times that someone might say no to being interviewed and I might think well sure that just proves my point like they don't even view my podcast as worth their while to come on to Do you know that kind of way? Even when not a single bother appears in the charts, which it has quite a few times since it started, and when people say things like, oh, you're going to go far and compliment me on on it in whatever way, my mind thinks like, nah, they're, they're just saying that to be nice or like, how the hell did I get into the charts out of all the podcasts? There must be some mistake rather than thinking... Yeah, like, (laughs) my work is paying off and I am where I should be. Do you know what I mean? So, I know that lots of people feel the same way from my responses in my story. So, I posted it on my story the other day. I put up a poll asking people if they have ever felt imposter syndrome at any point in their lives through whatever. It doesn't have to be career, but I asked. And lots of people said that they felt the same so then I definitely wanted to go ahead with this topic and I will chat about them in a little bit but before I talk about that I think another reason another thing sorry that will honestly be the death of me or the death of my career and I'm sure most people can relate to this is overthinking if we could turn off that stupid voice in our heads life would be a lot more straightforward I feel Like I'm quite sensitive to what people say and even though I've never received a direct cheeky comment to my face or in my DMs or anything, I have read awful comments and judgments made about like successful influencers or just people in general who put themselves out there in whatever sense. I've even heard friends and acquaintances like they pass judgmental remarks and so I think to myself well if that's what they say about them then you know what are they going to say about what I do because you know I'm that is what I'm doing I'm doing the same thing as them or I'm I'm you know I'm sharing bits of my life on social media and I'm 
chatting on this or whatever so it's probably a massive thing too that I'm the only one in my friend group that does something like this like everyone else is either in like healthcare or teacher or or trades or whatever so it's sometimes I suppose it's just a bit isolating not having someone who's in the same industry to like bounce ideas off of or just get help from but I am hoping to change that in the near future anyway even an example actually of overthinking is actually even doing this episode I thought oh my god are people going to think this now is an episode where I'm fishing for compliments or like looking for sympathy or something when it's literally not that at all so um I'll go into I'll start discussing the Instagram poll and the comments box that I put up right so I was actually really really surprised not surprised like I did expect a quite a lot of people to vote yes in the poll of whether they've experienced imposter syndrome but I didn't expect it to be (laughs) so many yeses like everybody voted yes like not one single person no sorry I'm that's incorrect one person did vote no and guess who the person was my mother (laughs) Mary Dowling at the right page of 53 lads doesn't feel any imposter syndrome in her life which is brilliant fair play to mary at the age of 53 she feels like she's very much capable for the job and honest god i fucking hope that when i reach the age of 53 i also don't feel (laughs) like this anymore i don't have this feeling anymore so mom i'm very happy for you girl that's great news no, but everybody else, um, everyone that voted, voted yes. And I was just like, oh, that's mad that everyone in whatever they're doing feels that way or has felt that way in some time. So then people or some people put in their experiences or whatever, just expanded on what they meant by saying yes. So some of them are, the first one is, Teaching at the start and still sometimes feel like I'm not an expert in my subject and don't know everything I should, sorry, don't know everything I should or not intelligent enough at times. There's also the double life, drinking the weekend, professional at school. I can completely understand that. Like I taught English for like literally four months in Spain and I remember thinking, how am I teaching these people? Like I had paranoia that... The students were going to ask me something that I didn't know, which was a very likely thing to happen because I don't know everything and you're never going to know everything. But I think students, especially like even when I was in school, you kind of you do feel like your teacher knows everything, that they're going to know everything. So you, it is kind of pupils and teenagers and young kids definitely do naturally just have that expectation I'm sure they'll, (laughs) when they grow up, they'll realize, okay, actually, you know, they don't know everything because I don't know everything. But you just have, you know that that's how you thought when you were younger, that they just know everything about everything. But that's not the case. So I can definitely really understand that pressure. And so the next one, and also, sorry to go back on that, the double life, drinking the weekend and professional at school. Oh my God, yeah. See, another thing, like you, when you were in school, you you thought that like teachers had no lives outside of school. And you're, anytime you saw them outside of school, you're like, what? You know, doing normal things and wearing like their normal non-teaching clothes. You'd be thinking, oh my God, they look so weird outside of school. So then, yeah, I completely get that. That must feel like such a double life, like going out and having like heavy weekends, going drinking, having just living your normal 20 something life, you know. 
and then going back in and being Miss Dowling or whatever. It's so two different worlds, like. Um, so another one is think it can go hand in hand with depression, needing validity due to bullying. And this girl politely expanded on what she meant by this because I wanted like more detail on what she meant because it's a different aspect of it. So she said, in terms of imposter syndrome, I live it and breathe it every day, even if it is a little. Having depression and recently diagnosed generalized anxiety disorder, there's always some, sorry, there's always that voice. Some days the voice can be a whisper, on other days it can be so deafening that I struggle to make decisions or get a migraine or can be physically exhausted from it. From hearing it to trying to quieten it or even trying out a strategy that may lessen the heightened feeling it can leave you having. And I will actually discuss that aspect of it a little further on when I talk about like why we feel this way. But that is just such an interesting one as well. The next one for now is... She said, oh my God, me every day. I'll never understand why I'm booked up, etc. It blows my mind every day. Which is just gas because I know this person and I know I look at them and think, oh my God, they're doing so well and they're so good at what they at what they do. And, you know, like I'd love to be in their position. Like, whereas she's thinking, sorry, how the hell am I, am I you know, why is everyone coming to me for, for whatever? But like, I look at her and think sure of course like what do you mean like how do you not see it but it's just yeah it's just it's just crazy how we're all thinking the same thing but we're all looking at each other thinking she's doing amazing and I wish I was her and yada 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 the next one is starting out in business is a big one Irish begrudgers too oh my god (laughs) that's so true like that's what I was saying earlier like you know you're you're stepping out of the box like you're stepping out of the norm you're doing something slightly different you're doing something a bit ballsy by going out on a limb and that is the thing like Irish begrudgers I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before yeah I 100% have but like there is just this thing in Ireland and like I know everyone will agree with me here that some people just love to bring people down a peg or two like hate to see people succeed like you know they'll have to find <laughs> they'll have to find something wrong with it in some way or they'll have to be some comment of oh surely and she's, she's over there now she's she's doing that but I heard anyway she was uh I heard she wasn't doing very well or you know just people think or or people making comments like who does she think she is and what's your one over there doing this or you know what I mean like it's such a thing and I suppose that brings on a certain level of anxiety where you're it makes you think what am I doing actually (laughs) who do I actually think I am but as I said in the podcast with Rebecca Short she said sure who did anybody think they were at the at the start like who did Oprah Winfrey thinks she was when when she started out like who did Bill Gates think he was who did fucking Mark Zuckerberg think he was do you know what I mean like everyone it all seems a bit weird at the start and you're thinking what is this person at and then when when they reach their successful point nobody even questions it anymore like do you know I love the way I say do you know as if you're all talking back to me 
yeah, so I mentioned this one already. Not work, but driving. Two years in and still expecting to be pulled over and told that my license is not real. Which I just think, I just find that one a funny one now because that's not something that I've ever experienced. But it just goes to show that people feel it in all kinds of aspects. (laughs) But, you know, it's just gas the way our minds work. The next one is similar to the other ones. Lack of experience, lack of confidence in what or how I was taught, the list goes on. Like, you know, even though you've got your degree, you've got your experience, you were taught how to do it. You got your degree for a reason, like, do you know what I mean? But you're still there thinking, oh my God, how did I go from, you know, writing out my assignments and in a classroom environment to now actually being put doing these things like whatever it might be but again more than capable we have the degrees we have the qualifications we have the experience even if you don't have a degree like you're in the position you are for a reason whatever it might be you're there because you're doing it for a reason and you're you're successful for a reason next one is Uh, My example was when I started in my new job initially I was like I'm so out of my depths here and would regularly ask myself do I even know what I'm at doubting my skill set my qualifications I have a master's in my field I should not feel like this the next one then actually kind of touches that one that I just said and they said apparently the more qualified you are e.g. in your job the more likely you feel imposter syndrome so like the previous the previous person said that they have a master's in their field. Like not only do they have an undergrad, they also have a master's. So they're even more qualified to be in the position. But then it actually, I th- suppose it's because maybe there's added pressure. And as I was saying there, it's like you go from the classroom environment and doing all these assignments and work experience, but like with the college to then kind of just being thrown out into the real world doing all these things and there's so much more expected of you I suppose so maybe that's kind of why you might feel those feelings but anyways that's the majority of the comments that I got and I'm actually going to just chat about like why we feel that way and whatever else oh no sorry there's one more comment one more comment that I wanted to say was men are more likely to apply for a job they aren't qualified for slash women only apply if they meet every requirement. So I feel like that one, that is so true. I've said this so many times before to people. Like just in life in general, I think this is a generalized statement. Obviously that goes without saying, but men and boys are just more they're braver than women like they in in all aspects like if you think about who you know who's always like doing bold things when they're younger like you know who's always like acting the idiot like who's doing all the (laughs) the the stupid things like who's fighting outside the nightclubs who are the lads you know who they're the ones that are more likely to be speeding on the roads like you know doing dangerous things on the roads and all different things like that in comparison to women like that's statistically like that's fact and then in general they're just more brazen they're they're, they don't have as much fear as we do for some reason so you know you'd often seen i like i've seen it in life in general like i've seen it in people that they would there would be a job 
uh, description and it would say like you need this, 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 this and this. And like they would look at it and have maybe one or two of the things and be like, grand yeah, I'm going to apply for that. Whereas even me, like from my own experience, I would look at something and think, I there's two of the things that I don't have. And so then I'd be thinking, okay, well, I can't apply for the job because <laughs> I can't do everything that they need done and I can't fake it. Whereas a fella's like, sure, I'll figure it out. Like, do you know that kind of way? It's just so common in life like they're just they have less fear they just go for things and unfortunately we I don't know maybe we are just naturally overthinkers or something I'm not sure but I am actually going to touch on the reasons why we feel this way in a 2019 review a trusted source of 62 studies on imposter syndrome suggested Anywhere from 9 to 82% of people report having thoughts along these lines at some point. So, so many people <laughs> feel this way. Lads, you're not on your own, okay? Where it comes from. Right. So, there's a few. This is, I'm not just like, this is my own opinion. This is the research that I've done, guys. So, where it comes from. There's a few reasons where it might stem from so one of them is like parenting and childhood environment you might develop imposter feelings if your parents pressured you to do well in school compared you to your siblings were controlling or overprotective emphasize your natural intelligence or sharply criticized your mistakes which is fair enough another one is personality traits so if you're a perfectionist i can definitely see that why that would be a thing because you're very hard on yourself yeah that's so that's one thing so this one is existing mental health symptoms so this is touching on what one of my followers put into the box so it's basically fears of failure can prompt plenty of emotional distress and many people coping with imposter feelings also experience anxiety and depression living with depression or anxiety might mean you already have experience of self-doubt diminished self-confidence and worries about how others perceive you this mindset of feeling less than can both lead to and reinforce the belief that you really don't belong in your academic or professional environment. It can then worsen mental health symptoms, creating a cycle that's difficult to escape. But that makes so much sense. And it's probably like a little hint of why I constantly am battling with it because like I've talked about, you know, my struggles with my mental health before. I don't think it's obviously I've said like it's to do with my overthinking and stuff but it's all linked like it's two general things obviously these are loads of different reasons but that's definitely it makes a lot of sense like if you're struggling with depression and anxiety and you're already naturally doubting yourself and have low self-confidence and whatever then you're obviously like you're not going to feel like you're you're worthy of your position or you're worthy of things that you clearly are so that makes a whole load of sense next one then is new responsibilities so it's not at all uncommon to feel unworthy of a career or academic opportunity you just earned you want the job certainly it could even be your dream job all the same you might worry you won't measure up to expectations or believe your abilities won't match those of your co-workers or classmates so what I was thinking about this one is like everybody that voted in the poll and whatever like most of my followers are obviously between the ages of like what am i what is it again (laughs) 18 to 
18 and like 35 so like all young people and I suppose majority would probably like zoning in on a smaller age demographic is probably like in our 20s like I'm in my 20s and so are I'm gonna imagine most of my followers so like we're still fresh out of college like we're still fresh not even even if you didn't go to college you're still probably fresh into your career so like I know me personally like I still feel like I'm a teenager so that's probably a lot of why you feel like oh my god I'm just I'm now I have to be a professional responsible adult with all these added responsibilities and you're thinking you know that's probably why you're doubting yourself like that you still you know like for example teachers teaching students like you're probably thinking oh my god it wasn't even that long ago when I was a student like how am I now teaching you and sending you off into the world do you know that kind of way like it makes a lot of sense so that one just really rang true to me and then the last one of the reasons why is the role of bias so along with the above factors gender bias and institutionalized racism can also play a significant part in imposter feelings research consistently suggests that while yes anyone can feel experience sorry what anyone can experience these feelings they tend to show up more often in women and people of color So in other words, people who generally have less representation in professional environments. So that also makes a whole lot of sense. Like, so this says here, like awareness of the bias against your gender or race might lead you to work harder in order to disprove harmful stereotypes. So like, obviously, like everybody knows that it still exists in the world. Like, you know, that it's harder for women to succeed in business and whatever for many different reasons. So that probably is stuck in women's minds that they think like, you know, we have to work a whole lot harder to actually be taken seriously or to get to a certain point. So subconsciously you're thinking that you don't deserve it because of what you've kind of, what's been kind of drilled into your head growing up or what like you've seen in society. The same as racism, like, you know, that historically you know it was like white males getting all these roles and out there working and the breadwinners and whatever and so you might believe you need to dedicate more effort than anyone else in order to be taken seriously much less earn recognition for your efforts so simply being aware of these negative stereotypes can affect your performance leading you to fixate on your mistakes and then further doubt your abilities so that's a really really interesting one because I know that like most of my followers to be fair are female but no males voted so they didn't vote no but they also didn't vote yes maybe that's because in their heads they were thinking you know actually no I I don't really feel imposter syndrome like I actually feel like I am (laughs) I am where I'm supposed to be and I deserve to be here I'm not sure I don't know but I know the statistics here said like anybody can Anybody can have those feelings, but I'd say more often than not, it is women and people of colour. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, Then there's another thing that says, is it really imposter syndrome? So uh, true imposter feelings involve self-doubt, uncertainty about your talents and abilities, and a sense of unworthiness that doesn't align with what others think about you. 
So in short, if uh, you think you've fooled others into believing you are someone you aren't. But what if you find yourself in an environment where your peers fail to make room for you or imply that you don't deserve your success? So it says like perhaps there aren't any other people of colour in your class or your supervisor outright says women usually don't make it in this job. Then that's putting the doubts in your mind and you're subconsciously thinking oh well you know maybe I'm I don't deserve to be here or like you know things like that. So that's the difference then I suppose between like you could have been confident enough and and thought I'm well deserving of this position and then somebody somebody makes a comment and it's stuck with you and then you are forever then thinking that you have imposter syndrome because of you doubting yourself when in fact it was actually somebody else that put that in your head see again touching on what we talked about in the last podcast it's mad how comments just stick with you forever one tiny little comment will stick with you forever and could honestly kind of change your life so those are the reasons why which is very very interesting because it's just it's just mad like I'm always thinking why am I like this so it's it's nice to actually read like okay this is why this is why I mean I might be able to change it but that's what we're going to discuss next how to deal with it because that is what I like to do I'm going to get rid of it. So acknowledging your feelings, identifying imposter feelings and bringing them out into the light of day can accomplish several goals. So if you talk to your friends or whoever about your problem and they can help you get some outside context on the situation, like sharing those imposter feelings can help help them feel less overwhelming. Like in general, a problem shared is a problem halved. Do you know that kind of way? Opening up to peers about how you how you feel encourages them to do the same. Helping you realise, like we're doing here, that you aren't the only one who feels like an imposter. Next one is build connections. So avoid giving in to the urge to do everything yourself. Instead, turn to classmates or your peers or co-workers to create a network of mutual support, which is actually what I am planning on doing in the near future. As I said earlier, I'm planning on working with someone or getting like working alongside someone in the industry to just help me so that I don't feel so isolated all the time in what I'm doing and I can bounce my ideas off of someone and just get basically just a bit of support and somebody to just like push me on when I am feeling this way do you know that kind of way like it's obviously I can say it to Dennis or I can say it to my friends but it's it's not really it's not really the same it's not really the same I'm sure lots of you can relate to that like next one is uh challenge your doubts so when imposter feelings surface ask yourself whether any actual facts support these beliefs then look for pieces of evidence to counter them like so actually just be like okay is that true now or is this just something I'm making up in my head and then you know like me thinking I'm not like this podcast is going nowhere and then thinking okay is it going nowhere or are you just telling yourself that and then being like well actually the podcast has reached a certain number in the charts and it's been placed really high in the charts so it's not you know it's there for a reason like the, <laughs> the numbers aren't made up even though sometimes I might tell myself they are 
so yeah so challenge your doubts next one is avoid comparing yourself to others so as I said that is something I do majorly and that's probably a lot easier said than done but everyone has unique abilities you are where you are because someone recognized your talents and potential you may not excel in every task that you attempt but like you don't have to nobody can do it all even when it seems like somebody has everything under control you don't know the full story like when I'm looking at all these people that are voting yes in the thing and I'm thinking you have to me you look like you're doing amazing and to them they are feeling the exact same thing as me so just don't even bother comparing yourself to others because I'm sure everyone's feeling the same it's okay to need a little time to learn something new even if someone else seems to grasp that skill immediately and instead of allowing others success to highlight your flaws consider exploring ways to develop the abilities that interest you so guys there we go now (laughs) i think i feel better already for now until (laughs) until next week comes around again no but in all seriousness it was actually really nice to see that so many people feel the same way especially when some of them are people that i know and as I was saying like I think wow oh my god fair play they're doing so well which just goes to show that it's kind of ridiculous to think like that and we're all just getting by day by day and we're doing our best right we could be dead tomorrow anyway so it doesn't really matter anyway so just be a nice person (laughs) thank you for coming to my TED talk and I will see you in the next episode bye